Are you ready to shift your mindset, vision, habits, and actions into total alignment with where you want to be in 2022? If you are an entrepreneur or wanting to become an entrepreneur who is ready to break away from the hustle culture and start building your business from a place of spiritual and physical alignment and flow, then I want to connect with you, okay? I am inviting you to come work with me in 2022 to expand your mindset and all your business to heights that you never imagined possible. If you feel drawn to exploring this next step in your journey with my guidance, then head to the link in this episode description to fill out my work with me form and see what possibilities for spiritual, physical, and material expansion are awaiting for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. What is up, everybody? Today is an extremely special episode because we are celebrating an event that only happens once every 365 days. Can you guess what it is? It's my birthday. Super exciting. Technically, today is not actually my birthday. My birthday was just a couple days ago. Today is the 7th and my birthday was on Friday the 4th. However, I wanted to dedicate an episode purely to me, right? Because why not? We only get a birthday once a year, right? So I am officially 24, which is really weird to say out loud, given that I have been 22 in my own mind for literally the past two years now. If anyone has asked me across the past year, oh, how old are you? I have to think about it for a second because my initial response is 22. So it's pretty freaking weird to think that I'm officially 24 and almost at a quarter of my life, which means there is inevitably a quarter life crisis approaching, but let's hope it's nothing too dramatic. But this year I am obviously celebrating, not obviously, you guys don't know, but this year I actually celebrated my birthday in the sky. Because I have just been on a two-week holiday with my partner. We went all the way up North Queensland, spent a beautiful beachside holiday up there for two weeks. And it just so happened that our return flights were scheduled for the 4th, which, you know, is my birthday. So (laughs) that was definitely a first. Spending my 24th year of living in the clouds, in the sky, flying home from a beautiful holiday that we got to have, which was I'm so extremely grateful for. Now... Whenever I have a birthday, I always think of myself, well, I always think to myself, I should say, maybe I should just stop counting now and pretend I'm this age forever, right? Like that's why I sort of was stuck in the mindset of constantly thinking, no, I'm still 22 years old because I always have that thought of, oh, why don't we just like, you know, pretend we stop aging now? And I remember my friend Jelaine used to do this as well. And I think that's where I sort of got it from. But the thing is, like, I I sat with myself for a moment and I was like, oh, 
why don't we just stay as 22? Let's not turn 24. But then I found myself really flipping the perspective on this to focus on, I guess, the appreciation for the year that has passed, you know, all the growth and the transformation that it brought and appreciation for the excitement or the excitement and I guess just the growth and the transformation that's ahead, right? So that's why I've decided I'm not going to stop counting my age. I'm going to continue to celebrate each year that comes, even though next year I'm going to be 25 because I know by the time, you know, this next year rolls around, there's going to be so much transformation that's happened and it's definitely something to appreciate. So if you're ever out there and you're ever slipping into that mindset of, oh, I wish I'd just stop aging, instead of fixating on age and birthdays as a loss of time, start to appreciate it as evidence of growth and transformation, right? Another successful year that has been lived. So in saying so, I want to use that appreciation for the growth and transformation that I've been on across the past year as really the focus for today's episode. So today what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you guys my biggest lessons from 23 and with this also share my intentions for 24. Okay, so let's kick it off with some of my biggest lessons from the year of 23. So I'd say that the first lesson that I want to share with you guys is it doesn't get any easier (laughs) because if it did get easier, it would mean that you have stopped growing, right? You've stopped challenging that zone of comfort. And this was something that I really learned across last year. There was definitely points in time where I found things starting to feel a little bit easy. And I don't mean this in a good way. I mean this in the way of there was moments where I started to slow down. I started to settle. I I get comfortable where I was at. So I wasn't really challenging myself as much as I could have been. So this became an awareness of uh, for me that, you know, when it gets to a certain degree of easier. Now, you know, of course, we want our life to be easy. Of course, we want business to be easy. And there's so many ways to achieve that. But when certain aspects, I think mostly like the mindset side of things, right? Like I find that when your mindset is really quiet and there's not many challenges at all that you're facing, it's because you have settled into that new zone of comfort. So what I've sort of like made it my mission to do is in these moments where I do recognize my mindset getting too comfortable and settling, to challenge myself further because, of course, I want things to be easy, but I also want to be in a constant state of growth. And and when certain things become too easy, it means that we have stopped challenging ourselves in ways that we could be potentially pushing further. So that's the first lesson that I sort of took away from my reflection of 23. The second lesson would be To not set goals that are driven by ego, but instead focus on goals that truly align with your core. And this was something that I sort of learned through experience and we all do it, right? We all do it. We all set massive goals for ourselves. We're like, hell yeah, wouldn't it be like freaking fabulous to be, you know, making X amount of dollars like within my first month of business or (laughs) you know what I mean? Like setting massive goals 
that are very much driven by your ego, your desire to have something, even if it's not truly aligned with you at your core. And what I sort of found was when I was setting ego-driven goals across the past year, those would be the goals that I wouldn't fulfill or I wouldn't achieve, right? And oftentimes those were the goals that would push me out of alignment in some way, shape or form, whether it be out of spiritual alignment, mental alignment or physical alignment. There was always some sort of impact that it would have on me when I was focused on ego rather than purpose or passion or, you know, alignment in general. So that would be my second lesson is to not set goals that are driven by ego, but instead be focused on those goals that truly do align with you at your core. And a really great way to sort of go about doing that is to always come back and just ask yourself, okay, well, why do I want this? Why do I want this goal? Why is this something that I want to achieve? And I would challenge you to ask why seven times over. Because in doing so, that's going to take your goal from being something that is ego-driven and is surface level to actually being able to find a deeper reason why you want that thing. And when you can make that connection to that deeper reason why, that's going to give you more drive to show up for it. And sometimes you might find when you go through that process of why, 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 there might not be a deeper reason why. And that's when we need to start to question ourselves, well, is this ego-driven or is this truly connected to what I desire at my absolute core? And then we progress forward from that. So that's my second lesson. My third lesson that I'd say 23 taught me (laughs) is to be intentional and strategic with how I manage my money, right? I know that this is something that's going to resonate with so many people. And honestly, the year of like being 23 was the first year that I actually had to start to get smart with my money. See, prior to that, I had always lived at home. It was only, you know, towards halfway through being 23 that I moved out of home. So I always lived at home. I never had, you know, a lot of living expenses to deal with. And prior to starting my business, I never really had much of an income at all. So when I did start my business and I dove into this space, you know, kicking off my business at 22 and across that journey turned 23, I really discovered that I was terrible at managing money. And the reason why I was terrible at it was because I simply had never done it and I didn't really know how to do it, right? So the first lesson I learned from 23 was the importance of being intentional and strategic with how I manage my money in the sense of making sure that I am putting savings aside for things such as living expenses, rent, which eventually became something I had to start doing, to make investments into things, to simply have money to be able to enjoy, right? Like really being wise with how I allocated money and intentional behind it, rather than simply just spending it and spending it and spending it. Because at the start of my business, it was very much money would come through and I would put it straight back out. I'd find things to spend it on, you know, like I'd create roles in my business or I would find things to just invest it into. And in the process of doing so, I wasn't actually thinking about where else I needed to put money aside for, you know, outside of business. So I had to start to implement a bit of a savings plan for myself, breaking down like what percentage would sort of go where. But along with this, like along with needing to learn how to manage my money and save my money and invest my money, 
I also learned this really important lesson, which I want all business owners to take note of, and that is to fire fast and hire slow. So I did the complete opposite. I did the complete opposite. I hired fast and fired slow. And this paired with my poor budgeting and savings did not go well. So take that lesson from me. Fire fast and hire slow. And the reason why I say this is it's so important to hire slow so you make sure you're making the right investments into the right people. And you fire fast because if someone's not performing, they're going to become an expense rather than an investment. If you're paying someone to do said task that's meant to create you more income, but there is no more income that is coming from that person, then they've all of a sudden become an expense in your business. And that sort of did happen for me with a couple different experiences that I did have. And I sort of like carried a little bit of guilt myself when it came to the place of letting different, you know, contractors go. And it wasn't necessarily like there was one contracting group that I went through that, you know, I wasn't really happy with, but I was contracted to a three month term. So I didn't have any say in stepping away. But then the other contracting experience that I had, the actual individual was awesome And the work that she was doing was awesome. However, it just wasn't fully aligned with my budget and all of that. And so I sort of ended up, you know, even though I needed to let go of this person, I ended up creating space for them, which didn't need to be created. So just it's a lot to sort of like work through in the mindset side of things when it comes to firing people and hiring people. But that was really a lesson that I did take away in the sense of firing fast and hiring slow, which is something that's really going to help me a lot this year because I do intend on expanding my team further. You know, by the time we reach the end of this year, I plan to have a team of six, which means, you know, the the experiences I took from that last year is really going to help me as I move forward. So that's the third lesson. It is a bit of a big lesson there to be intentional and strategic with how I manage my money in terms of savings and hiring, right, within business. So the fourth lesson that I took away from being 23 was to not allow fear or scarcity to take control because you always have the ability to realign and the universe is always there to freaking support you guys. Like seriously. It can be so easy to switch into that fear and scarcity mode, particularly, you know, if you're struggling financially or if there's other limiting beliefs or challenges that are coming up for you. But if you allow that fear to take control, that's not going to put you in the direction that you want to be in. So what I found is whenever I found myself slipping into a place of fear or scarcity for whatever reason across the year, whether it be business related or personal related, instead of allowing that fear, that scarcity to take over, I would always take a step back and I would always look at how this experience was serving me and how I could flip from being in a place of low vibration to being in a place of high vibration that would realign me with where I wanted to be. And in doing so, I always found 
that I was supported by the universe. You know, whatever I was needing, whatever I was looking for would always find me and I would always find it. So that's the fourth lesson to not allow fear or scarcity to take control of the reins because you always have the ability to realign with where you want to be and the universe is always going to be supporting you to do so, okay? Believe it, trust, surrender. You know the drill. So with that said, that's the fourth lesson that I took away. So we're up to the fifth and final lesson that I learned from being 23. And this really connects in with that fourth point that I did share there. And it's really to look for the opportunities which exist within each experience. Okay? Look for the opportunities which exist within each experience. And this is such a powerful lesson to take on board because when you can switch your mindset to no longer believe that everything is happening to you, but instead everything is happening for you, that is when doors really begin to open. So it's so important to ask yourself, no matter what challenge comes up, what is the opportunity that exists in this experience and how is this here to serve me and support me with my growth and expansion? And that, asking that question, will always help guide you to where it is that you're meant to be. So I really feel like lesson four and lesson five there are one and the same. So instead of ripping you guys off, I'm going to actually give you a sixth lesson that I took away from being 23 because let's be real, now I say it out loud, those two are just so one in the same and there's really actually another lesson that comes to mind that I'd love to share with you. and. That is the importance of prioritizing yourself. So that is lesson six. The, again, one of the biggest lessons that I did take away from being 23, and that is the importance of prioritizing yourself, especially if you are in business. Because one thing that I really did notice and realize, I came to the awareness of it, you know, mid to end of last year, and it took me three to six months to begin to work myself out of it is it is so easy to lose yourself and become consumed by business. And when I say lose yourself, I mean, letting go of your basics, like your self-care, your fitness and health, you know, your friendships and relationships and experiences, right? It can be so easy to become consumed by your business or by the thing that is driving your passion. But what's important is, is no matter how much work comes up or how passionate you are about something, you always set boundaries that are going to support you in caring for yourself on those deeper levels. You know, I noticed the biggest shift in my fitness, right, across the last year. I think 23 was the year that I really let myself go in the way of fitness and, and exercise. And that's something that is upsetting for me, but it's taught me a lot. You know, going through that experience across the past year has taught me a lot and made me realize how I did lose a lot of my self-care in the beginning of my business. But that's now a priority for me to rebuild. But what happens is when we do start to let go and stop focusing on ourselves, it impacts other areas as well. You know, it begins to impact your mindset, your confidence, your relationships, all of it. I found myself becoming more distant from my friendships and less present in them because I was so consumed elsewhere. 
So that is one of my biggest lessons from 23 is do not allow yourself to lose your self-care and become consumed in your business. Prioritizing yourself is the most important thing. That should be absolute number one all the time. Creating space for experiences, friendships, relationships as well must be a priority that comes into that self-care also. So that was the, let's just say, sixth biggest lesson that I learned from being 23. And it's something that I am intending on focusing on as I move into 24 is making self-care, making me an even bigger priority than what it was throughout 23. So now that we've covered those lessons and I've already started to talk about intentions, why don't we dive into the intentions that I have set for myself as I step into this next year in my journey, you know, about what I really want to focus on with this next 365 days of expansion. Now, I spoke about before, you know, just in that lesson section, the importance of self-care. So I'm not going to dive into that one again as one of my intentions, but it is like up there, top of the list, focusing on self-care, focusing on bettering myself, focusing on that health and wellness, you know, enhancing that freaking quality of life that I'm going to live, right? But I'd say that the... First intention that I want to cover would be celebrating myself more and showing myself gratitude for all that I've accomplished and created. Now, this is something that I didn't really do much of, you know, across the past 365 days. I didn't do too much in the way of celebrating myself. If I hit a big milestone, yeah, I'd, you know, pop a little bit of champagne or have a picnic with the friends, but I didn't really do that depth of gratitude that I should have. So what my intention is now moving forward is to every single day look at myself in the mirror and actually tell myself what I am proud of having accomplished or created. Because this is something so important to do to remind us of our power, of our strength, of what we are truly capable of and the impact that we are making as well. So that's like my first intention is to celebrate myself more and show myself the gratitude for all the freaking hard work I am doing to create a life that I fucking love, right? So that's intention number one. Intention number two is to really embrace my authenticity more instead of trying to be something or someone that I'm not. Now we all do it, right? We all do it. We all see, we all come across different people on social media or we know different people and we're like, damn, They've got something that I don't have. And in some way, we try to step into these people's shoes. We try to duplicate some of which of what they're doing. But I believe that if I carry the intention of fully, completely, and utterly embracing my whole authentic self, that is what's going to bring me the most fulfilling year that I could possibly have at 24. You know, we are also unique. We are also powerful. And when we fail to embrace that, when we allow our fears of judgment or our comparisons to other people to dim our authenticity and force us to conform or become something that we are not, we are doing nothing except for impacting ourselves, limiting ourselves, 
holding ourselves back. And we are depriving the world of something that is so fucking fabulous, okay? So that is one of my intentions. That is intention number two for 24 is to embrace my authenticity instead of trying to be something or someone that I simply am not. Now, intention number three, again, like I feel like this links in with what I was sort of just sharing, but I'm going to say it anyway, because in its own way, it is something different. I am intending to own my power and release the feeling of being a fraud. We all experience it, right? We have some limiting beliefs come up from time to time that get in our head and tell us, you're fake, you're a fraud, stop posing, stop to pretending to be something you're not. When we are trying to expand and step into a higher version of ourselves than what we are now. And I am intending to completely and utterly own my power. And at any point, if any feelings of being a fraud come up, I'm going to knock that sucker down. Because damn, we do not have time for that sort of self-doubt in 24. Am I right? Am I right? (laughs) So that's my intention number three, is to own my power and release those feelings of being a fraud and just have that complete and utter confidence in myself and who I am becoming. Now this brings me to intention number four. Intention number four is to focus on embracing the abundance that is always around me rather than fixating on the abundance that will only come from the accomplishment of a goal. So to put this into a simple example for you guys, I want to focus on the abundance, the ever available stream of abundance that is always around me and is already in my life instead of fixating on the abundance that might come from a new level of financial gain or a new material product, you know? We can set these goals for ourselves and let's put it in this perspective because I know a lot of you are, you know, your entry-level entrepreneurs and one of the first big goals that we work towards is our first 10K month. When we focus so much on that goal of, oh, when I start achieving $10,000 months, my life is going to be so much more abundant. We actually distract ourselves from seeing and experiencing and embracing the abundance that is always around us in our life. You know, the opportunities we have currently, the lifestyle we live, the house we live in, the food we have in our fridge, the people we have around us, right? Every single little gift that life has to give and that we have presently here, that is what I want to focus on instead of fixating on what is going to come through the accomplishment of goals. There will be time to fixate and to celebrate that new level of abundance. But for now, I want to focus on embracing the abundance that is already around me so I can truly be grateful for where I am and what I have at this point in my journey before I reach that next step. So that's intention number four, focus on embracing the abundance that is always around me rather than fixating on the abundance that will come from the accomplishment of goals. And when we do that, when we do focus on embracing the abundance that is already around us, The level of fulfillment, joy, happiness, all of it, gratitude that we can experience in the now is going to flourish. So with this said, this brings me to my fifth and final intention 
for the year of 24. And that is to really create space to live and experience life outside of business. I know it sounds simple, but it wasn't really something that I prioritized last year. You know, going out, socializing with friends or going on adventures. Last year was very much a year of the grind for me. As I said before, I put aside a lot of things like self-care and experiences. Whereas this year, I want to lean into them further. Because I don't want to go through life and spend each year just grinding and hustling, right? Because time is so valuable and we never know how much time we have left. You know, we don't know if 24 is going to be the last year or if I live to 50 or if I live to 90, right? We don't know where our timeline stops. So instead of spending each year hustling and grinding and just working, I want to spend each year living and experiencing. I want life and experience to be my priority and business to fit into the gaps. So that is my fifth and final intention for my 24th year of living. As I step into this next chapter, I am so determined to truly embody each of these things. And see, this is the beauty of birthdays. If you're not already doing it, I really suggest like I do this every single year. I record a podcast as a birthday edition because every single year it is so important to take a moment to just pause and reflect. What were the lessons I gained? What did this year teach me? What were the experiences I had? What did I love? What didn't I love? What would I change? Doing that reflection on the year that's passed so that you can set your intention and create a plan to really make the year that follows even better than the one before. So I am so excited for what's ahead for me in this beautiful year of being 24 years old. I know it's going to be filled with so much adventure, so much gratitude, so much fulfillment, and so many experiences that some maybe I've experienced before, but many, many new ones that I haven't yet had the pleasure to tap into. I know 24 is going to be opening so many new doors for me. And that's something that I get truly excited about. You know, the excitement within the surprise of what's ahead. But as I always say, guys, thank you so much for the contribution that you guys have had in this past 365 days of my life. Honestly, like the year of being 23 It was damn incredible. I made so many accomplishments, built a six-figure freaking business for myself. I had the ability to impact so many people's lives. Like my focus was really on that business expansion, setting that strong foundation. But now 24 is going to be about continuing and expanding that further. But in conjunction with the expansion of life experiences and my own spiritual growth as well. So thank you again for celebrating my 24th birthday with me by listening to this podcast. If you've checked it out, make sure that you tag me in your stories on Instagram at Empower With Em and wish me a happy birthday. And I'll make sure to share it on my stories as well. But guys, I'm in birthday month mode now. So I am here for being 24. I am ready to embrace the challenges it brings my way. And I'm ready for the massive freaking growth and expansion that I know is ahead. 
So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all for me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.